Welcome to the Racisms Podcast. We're your hosts, Jazlyn and Lisa. We decided that this world could use more cross-cultural conversations that seek healing over division, understanding over ignorance, and a better world overall. Welcome back to the Racism Podcast, where we have cross-cultural conversations to make this world a better place. I'm Lisa, co-host of the podcast with Jaslyn. Hey, everybody. And today we will be doing part one of a two-part series on our friend circles over the years. And today we're going to cover like early childhood to high school. And I think next time we're going to do Uh, college and beyond. Um, We're going to talk about our circumstances and how they play into the makeup of our friends, how race factored into these decisions of who we choose to call a friend or not, and why don't we first begin with our friendship style, I'll say in quotes. I'll go first so that Jasmine kind of understands what I mean by this. Um, So I've always been a you know, just need a few good friends kind of person. Uh, I had two uh, best friends in kindergarten. Um, in M- elementary school, I had a, a best friend. Um, in middle school and high school, you know, I branched out to maybe like six or so good friends. Um, and in college, you know, I was, you know, surrounded by people all day. And I was really involved um, with this Christian group on campus. Um, but I didn't really have anyone that I was like super close to. Um, and so I think I really found my friendship style really then is that I needed just like a a couple of people to, um, connect with and I didn't have to like be surrounded by people all day. Actually being surrounded by a lot of people really drains me. Um, so Jaslyn, uh, I'm going to guess that you're similar, but why don't you tell us more about your friendship style? All right. Um, my friendship style is... Uh, like you said, I, I'm I'm gonna need a, just a few good persons, a few good friends type of person too. And uh, because I am an introvert, and back in the day I was actually also shy on top of being an introvert, um, friends just kind of found me. <laughs> so basically, whoever you know gravitated towards me, and like I I literally remember a few people coming up to me and saying. You know, we're going to be friends now. (laughs) And that's how we were friends. So, yeah, I meet a lot of people that way. So maybe it's my good energy. Mm. They bring, he he brings the good people towards me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I do, you know, I keep a good few good friends around. For me, I I hesitate to mix friends. I'm I'm the type of person that, you know, if I find one person to do something with, then that's good. I don't need to ask anybody else. Mm. Um, so I do a lot of things, you know, one-on-one. Um, and then you kind of have friends that, you know, are good, quote-unquote, good for certain things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have my music friend. I have my, you know, school friend, work friend, you know, foodie friend. People you make go to indoor skydiving friends. 
Yeah, people that go indoor skydiving, friends, people that help me condo my house, Marie condo my house, friend. <laughs> I'm talking about Lisa. <laughs> In those two, both of those instances. Yes. <laughs> All right. Great. Yeah, so I kind of guessed that you were similar since we know each other for a few years now, so I could kind of already see that. So let's jump into race and friendships. And I think a natural starting point is our childhood. So, you know, elementary, middle school age, you know, whatever you consider like childhood age. Um, So do you think that where you grew up um, shaped the friends that either you made or the ones that were available to make friends with you? Um, I, I always say you can only you can only draw from the available pool. So um, elementary and middle school, I went to they were called primary, intermediate, and middle schools. Mm. So, so what's intermediate? It's between primary and middle. <laughs> like one grade. So primary was K through two. Oh. Intermediate is three to five, mm-hmm. and middle school is six to nine. Gotcha. No, six to eight. Okay. Yes. And let's see. Were they in the same district? Or did you move? Yeah, I was all in the same city. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the same school system my whole childhood. No moving around. Mm-hmm. What was the composition racially? Um, it was mixed black and white. Uh, in the early school years, um, the area where I lived was skewed more black and the middle school that I went to was actually historically the the black school before desegregation um it was the black high school before the city was desegregated so yeah that area is mostly black but we had a good mix good mix of black and white in 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 that area I cannot quantify that mix. Just a guess. Just, just <laughs> I was a, a young guess. child. I do not. I. What did your memory tell you? I don't. I don't think it was half and half. So, early school years, I don't remember. I was. A, I was a young child. But when you start getting into like intermediate and middle school, um, they started having honors classes. Or, you know, they started tracking people based on their performance. So I was an advanced student, of course. Uh, so I would, I would be, I was getting into more honors classes. And when you get into more honors classes, there's more white people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if, you know, my class, if I took a poll in my class, that would be accurate of the whole school I feel like it was mostly majority black Mm, mm -hmm. but I cannot for sure quantify Mm. I mean I can go back and look at demographics of the city (laughs) (laughs) if you really want to know the details I mean I think perception or what you remember is just as good in this conversation so Jaslyn did you notice anything different between the people that made up your middle school honors classes and your high school honors classes? Not in middle school. It was probably more even. Um, The honors classes 
in middle school were probably about even black and white. Um, but when you get towards high school, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, mm-hmm. the honors and AP, you start getting AP classes, will be more white mm. for sure. Yeah, in elementary school, uh, I spent a few years um, in North Philadelphia, uh, but I, I was I was bused to a different school district because they had a a, a gifted program, I guess. Um, so I was bused to a different school district, but it was still a you know I think half black, half white um, neighborhood, and I remember having couple of white friends in my neighborhood and then black friends in that elementary school. Um, And then once we moved to uh, the suburbs of Philadelphia, I remember this, uh, my best friend was a Korean American. um, And I think that was the first time that like, like I really made friends with someone of Asian descent. I mean, even though I was in, even though I had attended like a Chinese church growing up in North Philadelphia, like I didn't, they weren't really my friends. They were just like church people that I knew. So she was like the first Asian American friend and like her parents were immigrants. So that was like my first introduction to like Korean food and Korean culture. Um, And that whole, like we were friends up until middle school. And then in middle school, like I met even like more people like of um, Indian descent, um, other parts of Asia, like um, Hong Kong, Vietnamese. And so I think it's interesting, Jasmine, when you talk about like honors classes and how the race makeup can change. But like, do you think that you made friends with them because they were in those classes or because they were the people that you would have made friends with anyway? Um, I wouldn't say most of my friends came from my honors classes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, most of my friends were not in honors classes, Mm. as far as I remember, yeah. Were you, like, involved in activities where you would meet other people outside of classes or? Well, a lot of my friends in in the early years were neighborhood friends. Like, I I had a best friend who was a couple houses up the street. You know, we probably met at the bus stop or something like that. So she was my friend. I had some other people in the neighborhood. Um, Yeah, mostly neighborhood friends. And we happened to go to the same school. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember in uh in middle school I lived in a predominantly white neighborhood, so I had like a couple of friends there, but most of the friends I met in uh let's see, I was in orchestra, I played sports badly, so I knew them from there, chorus, um, and then the classes. But middle school we didn't have I don't think we had advanced classes in middle school, so it was mostly just the general population. Um, And I definitely gravitated toward persons of color. I don't know. Did you or did you have any like good white friends? What would you say? Yeah, I most of my friends were black people, black girls. Um, There was one white guy who I would say and we didn't really define what friends are. 
we skipped that part. So for me, a friend, like a real friend, would be someone you would see outside of school. Mm-hmm. Maybe you go to their house. You know, maybe they come to your house or you, you meet up in the neighborhood. You know, those are your real friends. And then, you know, school friends are people you you like in school and you, you talk to them in school, but there's not really, you know, interaction outside of school. So I had I had a white friend in school, um, but we didn't really hang out outside of school. Um, so most of my hangout outside of school friends were black girls. And just out of curiosity, did you do any sports or activities? I was not athletically inclined. <laughs> That came later in life. So, no, I actually, I did, I played rec ball, recreation basketball in eighth grade. And, yeah, that that was my only <laughs> foray into organized sports during my, my grade school years. So, I did, yeah, so that, I did make, I did make a friend in there as well. She was a black girl. And, you know, she... She got me into wrestling, WWE. Oh, wow. You know, The Rock. The Rock Johnson, you know. Yes, yes. So we bonded over that. So, yeah. So that brought me a friendship as well. Mm-hmm. And did you have any, like, Asian friends growing up? Or were they, was it like a small population at your school? I did. Now, these, all these years are, are blur. But I do remember I had an Asian friend. She was probably in high school. Um, yes, she was a high school friend. And she was Filipino. And she got me into DDR, Dance Dance Revolution, which I loved. <laughs> I loved that Good game. Time. So, yes, we were outside friends. I went over to her house. Um, so I had one Asian friend in school. But I don't recall a large population of Asian people in my school. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I remember having like a handful of black friends in school. And I don't think any that I hung out with outside of school. The only people I remember hanging out with outside of school were like that one white friend in the neighborhood and like maybe one Asian friend, one Indian friend. So it was very small. I had a very small circle. I didn't go to hall places. But my parents were also pretty strict, you know? Mm. They were like, what are you you doing with your your friends, you know? (laughs) Do you have, like, studying or homework to do? (laughs) So, yeah. I didn't get a lot of freedom until high school. Your parents were very strict with studying, and uh, were you involved with a lot of clubs or after-school activities? Let's see... I played violin. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Oh, I think I knew that. <laughs> so stereotypical. Yes. And I think I knew you played. I picked it up back again, just so you know. Great. So in two years, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll be you'll be playing a violin on the podcast. Just right in two years. Yeah. Mark my words. <laughs> so I played violin. Um, that's how I met a lot of my friends actually in middle school because we're in the orchestra. You spend like that extra period um, doing that, or you show up to school early in order to have that practice. So look, you know, the more time I spent with these people, the more time, like friendships just naturally. So I remember having, um, there was four of us. We all played violin like mediocrely. Mm. And so that we kind of bonded over 
our mediocrity, mediocrity. I think you had it right the first time. Yeah. Uh, so and then we, we moved on to high school and also played there. So we were um, we were the four of us. You know, I I joined field hockey because they joined field hockey, but I was terrible. <laughs> I think I I mostly ran the wrong direction or like really slowly. Um, yeah, it's quite embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Time. <laughs> and then I don't think I played sports at all because that was so embarrassing. Just making a fool of myself. Hey, it happens. There. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know middle school it doesn't it doesn't bother me now but at the time it was pretty dreadful so is there anything you think that's foundational about middle school and and elementary school in terms of friendship like does it like set us on a good path or I don't know I I hear a lot of like older people saying like they have friends from elementary school like I don't you know I don't have any friends from elementary school hmm. left over <laughs> you know <laughs> so I guess not <laughs> what about you I I mean I keep in touch with a few of them on Facebook and I think we might have you know hung out at our high school reunion but you know we all live in different parts of the country so we don't like make it a point to get together but those are the only four from elementary school well I would say middle school um and then two more friends yeah that I still keep in touch with so maybe I'll say six that I really occasionally see on Facebook but yeah nothing like you know there's no girls trips or happy hours stuff there's nothing happening like that right so so to sum up your elementary and middle school, you would say the majority of your friends were what? I would say majority were Asian and then white. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you were majority black. Majority black. With some. With some sprinkles of, of white sprinkles. and Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. school years since I think that's what we most remember yes that like is that all the years are just blurring together yes yeah, just one big blur <laughs> now that we're far from that time in our lives okay so tell me about your high school so my high school um okay so my middle school um the students were split into three different high schools oh so yeah a lot of my friends from middle school is it a big middle school no, but I think it's, I don't, I don't know for sure why, but I do know that I lived closer to a majority black high school, but I fell within the zone of, you know, busing me out to a whiter high school that was like 15 minutes away. Um, 
my brother actually went to the black high school, majority black high school, but I went to the more white high school after middle school. So that kind of shook up my friend circle. You know, you say goodbye. I remember the last day in middle school, we were all crying like, oh, you're going to a different school. (laughs) Never see you again. So you, so none of your good friends in school went into that high school? Uh, uh, yeah. My, like, friends from my neighborhood went to them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But other friends, friends? they went to a different high school and I never saw them again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There was no email or. Yeah, no email. You know, we passed notes, but that was, you know, hand to hand. There's no mailing. Some of our listeners won't understand what's that I still have some notes, man. Of course, I don't. (laughs) I know. I'm. I'm I'm recondoed those. I know you did. (laughs) I like memories, okay? Anyway, so yeah, my high school was a more white (laughs) high school. So I saw more white people. I did have more white friends. Inside school or outside school? Outside school. Mm-hmm. I had a really good white male friend. We connected over music. He was in love with Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's email. And you were too? No, I wasn't. But, I mean, we, we listened to, R, you know, R&B and pop music. So, mm. we connected over music. Um, other than that, it's mostly black girls. And my Filipino friend. Mm-hmm. As far as Latino, I did have a friend. I mentioned before a friend um, whose mom was from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. But I don't, she did go to my high school, but I don't remember if our friendship was more in middle school over high school. I think it did cross mm-hmm. over from middle school to high school, but I think it was more in middle school. Mm. Yes. So, I mean, high school was okay. I was in more honors classes. I was in orchestra. Um, Towards my junior and senior year, I made, I actually made a team of of an activity where it was a physical activity. (laughs) It's not a sport, but I made the color guard team. So I was, you know. I did, I did color guard in middle school. Oh my God, Lisa. Like the same person. We called it the flag squad. So color squad probably does more than just what I. Yeah, we did. Flags. You know the wooden rifles, flags, mm. and you know in my senior year they gave me a saber. They shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I was not a good oh, saber man. person. <laughs> Should have stuck with the flag. We must share photos. We will share photos. Yes. On our Instagram page. Wait, wait, no. I take it back. <laughs> I'm not gonna do. That. People want to see this. I'll see what I have. What about you? How was your high school? So my high school, it was um, a combination of two middle schools. Uh, So the middle school that I went to was, um, there was a, it was a, there, it was a mix, you know, white, black, Asians, um, other groups. And the other middle school that we combined with was mostly white. And so... When we combined, I mean, we already had like this rivalry with this other middle school. So like we didn't really make friends with those kids because they had been our rivals for the last three years. Um, but I, I enjoyed my high school. It was a large high school, um, meaning 
my class was, my graduating class, I think was close to 900 students or 800 students. So of course I didn't know everybody. Um, but the friends I had in middle school, I they were still my friends. And in high school, I remember making like a whole bunch of new Asian friends, like uh, joining the, I think they called it Business Leaders of America. Did you have a club like that? Maybe, but I was not involved. Okay. So this club didn't do anything with regards to business. It was just a, an excuse to hang out after school. But it was like a majority Asian group. And so, you know, my Asian friend circle expanded then. Um, I met people from – There's oh, there was a big Greek community. I forgot about that. There was a big Greek community I remember in high school. And, uh, you know, they were cool kids. Uh, they weren't, I wasn't friends with them cause I wasn't cool. Uh, but you know, I think high school just became more clicky in my opinion. Um, so I wasn't like part of the jocks. I wasn't in the band, so I couldn't be a band person cause I was in orchestra. Did you have that too? No, because I was in color guard. So okay. I had that, you, that band did, you, connection. Did you think, did you get, did you get any like, you know, I don't think our color guard was wholly respected. I didn't have any problems. Mm, yeah, there was a hierarchy. The band was pretty high up there. I mean, we were pretty yeah. we were pretty separated. Like we, you know, mm. color guard would practice by itself and then you know, when it's time to come together, we practice and then we go to our own thing. So, it wasn't much mm. interaction. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, no, I wasn't part of the band. I was still part of orchestra. Uh, but yeah, I remember there was, I mean, there was definitely a lot of, uh, quote unquote stuck up people in high school. They were mostly white people from that other middle school. So I remember like that was the first time I, you know, experienced that. Did you ever experience race? Like, did you ever experience racism in school? Like in any of those years? Not to my recollection. All of my teachers were pretty, pretty cool. Has it just gotten worse or are we just not remembering correctly? Cause I mean, it depends on where you are. <laughs> not everybody will face that. Have you ever thought about what it would have, how things would have been different if you had been able to go to the school that was predominantly black? Or can you tell us more about that school? Um, that school, I don't know much about it other than, um, there were more black students in that school than the school I went to. They have a worse reputation <laughs> in terms of like performance. Um, I know teachers at that school who, who say that, you know, people will, you know, it's not it's not looked upon as a good school, mm. um, and you know they they don't understand it because they know their students. They know their students are talented, smart, but maybe the optics or the perception that comes from having you know more or majority black students will, by default, make the school look worse, even if it's not true. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what would have been different if I went to that school. I believe they had all the same types of programs and classes. Um, my brother did go to that school. You know, he enjoyed it. But, I, yeah, the the school I was bused to was on another side. Like, I literally had to take the highway to get there. Mm. Was there anything at your your um, predominantly white high school that you felt like gave you, like, better preparation for college or um, anything, advantages you, you, you think you saw there? I mean, I wouldn't know the difference. I was able to take honors and AP advanced placement classes. Mm-hmm. Um, they had clubs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was a good school. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I graduated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, went to college, you, so everything everything turned out fine. Mm. And like your friends, you were happy with the ones you had there. I'm happy with my friends. Yes. Mm. A lot of my friends were still black. A lot of them were um, Mm -hmm. in the orchestra. Nice. Um, So I didn't miss out on my black friends (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. to the wider school. But yeah, I don't know what would have been different if I went to the closer high school. Hmm. And did you notice, I mean, for me in high school, that's when I really started noticing like the economic differences between different groups of people. I don't know if you noticed that in your high school. I I didn't pay much attention to it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't <laughs> on the upper end of anybody's economic scale. But the people who did have more money, I don't think it was like, I didn't notice any snobbiness or any... Mm-hmm. Anything like that. But maybe just because my friend circles, we weren't like that. Maybe outside there was that, but mm-hmm. I didn't notice it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, my parents were first generation immigrants and, you know, they didn't have uh, white collar jobs. You know, they had service jobs. And so I definitely like understood my place. And when I remember going to this high school, and there was like, I wouldn't say they were like super rich white kids, but they were definitely a lot more rich than the kids I had went to middle school with. And so that was the first time I was like exposed to like a different, a, a drastically different economic class than myself. And how did Sorry. that, how did that manifest mm-hmm. their, their wealth? Like what, what, a, oh, did they act differently? Did they have more expensive clothes? Like what, what gave it away? I mean, def- <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, I mean, they definitely wore like the name brand stuff that I my parents couldn't get me. Uh, I mean, I'm not talking about like Gucci or stuff. I'm talking about like Nike <laughs> and like, you know, Champion. I'm talking about that level where maybe back then it was, you know, a bigger difference between those two brands. Now it's not that big a difference. But I saw it yeah, and like the clothes and the the name brands they wore. Um, and I think their attitude toward the people who they didn't go to middle school with was different. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just a general snobbery that I had not experienced in middle school. 
I felt it in high school. And then, you know, I kind of also looked at myself and was like, huh, am I, am I not, you know, doing as well as I thought I was? You know, I, I was, guys, it was kind of like you're in seventh, you're in eighth grade, you're like realizing more about the world as much as you can as a middle schooler. And you think, you know, I'm thinking about like money and like, you know, why can't my parents, you know, buy me Nike sneakers or, um, you know, why don't we go on more trips like everyone else does? Uh, stuff like that. So, you know, even, I mean, I'm grateful for the the life that my parents gave me. You know, they gave me everything that I could have needed. Um, but yeah, I think as a seventh, eighth grader, or not seventh, eighth grader, ninth in the high school, when you're being like faced with other people of a different class, it's just, I, I, I guess I felt a little bit sad for myself, you know? Mm. Like, why can't I have those things? I remember, I definitely remember that distinctly in high school. And that was because of the other people that kind of put it yeah. in your face. Right. Because in middle school, um, the, my all of my friends lived in, you know, similar houses, right? Our, our parents all did like similar kinds of jobs. And so, you know, among them, there was no disparity, Right. Like we were all frugal. And but in high school, when you see, you know, kids talking about, you know, doing certain things or having certain things, then you're like, huh, okay, that's different. And I have to like kind of face it. Hmm. Yeah. But you didn't have that. Not to my recollection. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my mom will tell you, like, I, I rarely remember bad things. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean that's good. Yeah, yeah. My mom could probably remember. But yeah, I don't I don't remember anybody, <laughs> you know. I do remember this was one uh like pairs of siblings. They were the the children of like a state senator or maybe a, maybe even mm. a US I don't know, a congressman. Mm-hmm. And you know, they had a nice house. Mm. And, you know, that th- that image would probably be the closest to, like, a, you know, a snobby pair. But I think they were cool. Mm. I don't remember anybody having problems like uh, that. Maybe we should have your mom on because, I, I mean, this sounds so good. I know. The <laughs> idea was, like, High School Musical <laughs> in Virginia. <laughs> mm. Just kidding. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, I, I grew I lived for a few years in North Philadelphia and like I remember driving by the high school. I mean, I was in second grade, so I wasn't even like close to high school years, but I remember driving by the high school that I would have gone to. And like my parents tell me like, oh, you know, there's like bars on the windows. Um, there's a metal detector when you have to go in. Um, and, and it was like, to me as a second grader, that was scary, um, to talk about that kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't remember, there wasn't any violence toward us in that neighborhood. Like we never, um, experienced any like, um, negative stuff from our neighbors. Uh, so it wasn't that we were like scared for our safety living in that neighborhood, but I think as immigrant parents, like they just wanted, the quote unquote American dream, you know? And so, you know, we lived in a, t- 
a townhouse in Philadelphia and they, you know, borrowed, they saved money. They borrowed money from relatives and we bought a house in the suburbs in cash um, back in the, I guess it was in the eighties. And so, you know, for them, like it was a, it was like a, a triumph, a success for them to be able to own um, like a bigger home where, you know, they wanted their kids to go somewhere where, you know, there wasn't bars on the windows and a metal detector at the entrance. How do you think, um, if you had gone there, would have, how do you think your perspective on life or how your upbringing would have changed if you'd gone to that school? Yeah, you know, when I was, when I said that I, I was bused to um, another school because of the gifted um, program they had there, I know that my sister went to the local elementary school and I don't remember the difference mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think that where I am now would be different for sure. Because there just wasn't the same opportunities, I would think. And this is all just me not knowing anything about that school. But it's just elementary school, um, right? Oh, I'm saying high school. Oh, okay. Like if I had stayed there up until high school, oh, I, I think my outcome would be different now. Because um, I don't know if they had the same types of programs that my high school did. I mean, my high school does did AP classes. But, you know, nowadays they have like IB classes, which is like for college it's like even higher than AP so you know I think that times have changed a bit but I definitely think that I think I I think I could have still done well but it would have been a different exposure like I don't know if I would have been ready for maybe college I don't know I don't know if I was ready for college anyway but yeah, I just remember my parents were not going to send me there. That's all I remember them telling me. Like, you're not going there. Do you know the stats of that school versus the school you went to? I would only have to guess based on the neighborhood composition. You know, I would say it was like more than 80% black. Um, and the rest were just a mix of white, Asians. Yeah, that's my guess. So. And what about like graduation stats? No, I do not know that. I, I, I could look it up on Google Maps because I don't remember the name of this high school, but I could Google Maps, see if I could find it. Yeah. So did you have any like experiences outside of your high school, like not extracurricular, but like any experience where you met other people and became friends outside of high school during the high school years? Yeah, my my biggest activity outside of school was church. And we went to a Chinese church because my parents speak Chinese. And so they wanted to go somewhere where they could understand um, the service. And they had an English program. So like those were my closest friends outside of school is the people I met through that youth group. And I think I, I, think I, I probably keep in touch with them more than I do my in school friends now and I mean it's still through Facebook but I feel like you know I, I keep in closer contact with them but they were yeah, it was mo- it was Asian mm-hmm. Chinese mostly you yeah there are two two things I remember like I went to a governor's school for math and technology or something like that it's like a, a stay away 
Oh, I know. I wish I could have went, but I didn't get to go. Yeah, stay away program for like three or four weeks where, you know, different students from around Virginia came and learned about technology. I don't remember anything that we learned. So, <laughs> but that was that. But you remember it was awesome. It was cool. Uh <laughs> Yes, it was cool. It was, it was, you know, way more diverse. The people that came, there were Indian people I met, more Latino people. Uh, I met a white girl there that we became friends, real friends, like outside friends. Mm-hmm. Like she, mm-hmm. she visited my family for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like she wow, stayed with us. Nice. That's, it's like, why, that's why aren't you with your family? Well, that's beside <laughs> the point. So... And I also met an uh, somebody from from Africa, and that was the reason I got my passport for the first time. Because he said that he was going, you know, next time he went back, I could go with him. It never happened, but I got my passport. <laughs> he promised it, in high school. In high school, in high school. for him. Well, actually, no, I got my passport after that because we kept in touch, but it never happened. Mm. But yeah, that was a cool experience. Um, a very diverse group there. And then another experience, I, during senior year, I was going around visiting colleges. And one of my college visits, I met an Asian girl. And it was like you and me. It's like we were basically the same person. So. (laughs) Are you saying me and her are the same person? I guess if she and I were the same person and you and I are the same person, then that means (laughs) you and her were the same person. (laughs) If A equals C plus B oh to the squared, <laughs> doing mental math. No, anyway. But yeah, so, you know, I met her there. We were both, like, not feeling the school <laughs> that we were visiting. Um, so I met her there, and we kept in contact. We're still in contact to today. Oh, cool. enjoyed taking a walk down many memory lanes with you, Jaslyn. Uh, so let's go into our Better World Nuggets segment. Uh, so this conversation about friendships made me realize that, you know, in our early childhood, we don't get to choose where we live, where we go to school, but we still get to choose our friends. And while we may not think it matters, I think it does matter for our later in life. What about you, Jaslyn? For our conversation today, um, made me realize I need to go back and look at the demographics of my hometown. Just have a better sense of, you know, who all was there. You know, you only, I can't remember everybody in my city. So I'd like to know those stats just in case this conversation came up again. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll provide an update. So thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Racism Podcast. Before you go, be sure to like, subscribe, download, and rate us wherever you're listening so you can stay up to date on our new podcasts, which come out weekly. And please help us spread the word.
Ratings and reviews really help others find us. Also, let us know, how have your friendship circles changed over the years? And has race played into those decisions? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Racism Podcast, and on our blog, racismspodcast.wordpress.com. Remember, that's racisms, spelled R-A-C-E-I-S-M-S. Peace, everyone. Be safe. by Jasmine Dukes and Kyle Carson. This episode was produced and edited by Kyle Carson. <laughs>